How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 44 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, just some random stuff that has been coming to mind. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about MLB The Show, which has been fun and keeping me entertained. Um, maybe my coffee consumption, which has definitely spiked. Um and then uh, also the A's second half surges uh, in recent years and how uh, that could come into play in a shortened season, uh, being that there won't be a second half of the, I mean, there will still be a second half of the season because anything could be split into two. Two games could be split into halves. But, uh, you know, they, they usually start off slow. And in uh, NBC Sports on their website, uh, Marcus Samuel was like, no, we, we can't afford to start off slow because there's less room for error in a shortened season. So I'll give my take on that. Uh, and then there's some uh, some COVID-19 news at the end of this that uh, also affects the A's. And uh, so I didn't want to start off on a sad note, so we're going to end on a sad note. Um, so we'll go with that. And uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media. Uh, we are at Locked on A's on Twitter. We are also at Locked on A's on Instagram. Um, I've been trying my best to take photos of my A's hat around the, uh, around the, uh, the apartment so uh, the lighting here is terrible. So I'm, I'm getting there. Um, and then uh, also posting clips and stuff of the shows and whatnot um, from Headliner and other apps so that you can hear little snippets before you click, click uh, you know, listen to the whole thing. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, let's get into it, I guess. So I've been playing a lot of MLB The Show 2020, or 20. Uh, and I've played the last three games, and they're quite fun. They eat up a lot of my time because uh i am not good at the game so uh, you know acquiring all of the players and you know all of the trophies and stuff takes me a long time if i was like a hall of fame player i'd just be like a stats recruiter kind of guy somebody who played for like 25 years and got 3,000 hits that way uh that's my kind of game right there is uh just plugging away for hours a day and uh eventually getting stuff so uh yeah i would invite you to play with me but i'm also terrible so uh my pitch recognition seems to be a little bit better this year so that's nice um once they start you know figuring out where to reach you and all that stuff uh, i'm usually right around veteran on hitting so uh that's uh that's the skill level right here i uh i will swing at basically anything um unless it's obviously outside um so or i wasn't you know in the right i i'm not good at uh, getting the cursor to where the, the pitch is going to be, because you can like see where I'm like, oh, it's going to be over there, but I'm like, no, I'm I'm set up over here. I'm just waiting for that pitch. And so then when I get it, sometimes my timing is off and I still miss it. Uh, <laughs> veteran hitter. Um, so yeah, but my pitching is usually pretty good. Um, I, I enjoy that aspect of it, as long as I got the pulse. If they got that little the, the meter bar, I hate the meter bar. I, I'm a pulse guy, because uh, I grew up playing Sega, and it was like, yeah, just hit the button and it goes somewhere and, you know, it'll be fine. Um, and now you're like, oh, there's so many more things. I feel so old talking about video games and how difficult they are now. Because I grew up and I was like, oh, I was pretty good at these. I basically play against the computer because uh, it's easier. I do play online sometimes with just random people that they uh, put me with. And I am 2-0 so far. Uh, watch out for my team of silver players and bronze players it's not a good team yet because i've only had the game for a couple of weeks but i'm holding out i'm trying to save up all of my stubs so that i can buy one prospect pack and then 
hopefully get a good prospect and then that'll be fun because that that is something that i enjoy is just prospects and getting excited for you know up and coming talent and whatnot um that that's my my wheelhouse is prospects so uh yeah that's that so you can expect that from us whenever the season starts it's prospect talk actually maybe i'll do that later this week too it's just uh hey here's some people that you might not know about prospects um writing that note down right now pause and we're back um <laughs> it's, that's gonna go from very quiet to very loud i'm i apologize for that but uh it makes me laugh so screw it um so there was a article over on uh nbc sports uh com where sammy was talking about you know they they the a's usually struggle in the first half and they need to get out to a fast start if there's a shortened season because fewer games to mess around with all that stuff um and while I agree that there are fewer games and, you know, having more stars on the team. So uh, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about the Mookie Betts trade because obviously the Mookie Betts trade. And uh, they were saying how he was originally acquired for, you know, the playoff run and all that stuff because they don't really need him in the regular season. But now with fewer games, they might actually need him in the regular season. And I was like, hey, you know what? That makes sense. You need more stars and more, you know, steady production on your team to actually make the playoffs this year because there are many many i mean if they play the season there will be fewer games by far um so that got me to thinking with uh this one with the nbc sports uh article and i was like well i mean they they usually get off to a slow start but it's usually a little bit colder in the bay area like right now it's uh i don't know 50 degrees in walnut creek maybe maybe a little bit higher it's not hot here is what i'm saying um, but when the season starts in June, July, I don't know, it will be warmer. And maybe that's part of what, uh, maybe that's just a contributing factor to why the A's get off to a slow start. Cause the, they're hitting the ball regular, you know, fairly similarly, uh, one could assume. And, uh, maybe they're just getting over the fence now as opposed to being doubles. And, uh, if you can't, if you're not, you know, driving in the guy that gets the double or something like that, or doesn't lead to a run because somebody was already on base, then you get a run, and those uh, that helps a little bit. And they can adjust their pitching staff as needed for their own ballpark, which they do very well because of all that foul territory. So they get uh, guys that get pop ups, they get guys that get ground balls, all that stuff. Uh, they got a spacious ballpark. It's a good pitcher's park, unless it's warmer, and the A's have lots of power. So, uh, yeah, that, that's my thought is they might actually get off to that hot start this year because the season's starting later. Um, so I'm less worried about the season starting in June or July and the A's not making it because, uh, they always get off to a hot start once it starts getting warm and, uh, it'll be warm. So, uh, that's that. Um, we're going to take a quick break right here and, uh, do a couple of advertisements. Uh, also, thank you to the advertisers that are sticking with uh, Locked On right now. I really appreciate it. It's helping us pay the bills. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, here we go. Do you hate stepping on scale? Maybe it's because you haven't found the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every way and syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. 
but Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, and even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at withings.com for a very limited time. The cars outside are roaring for uh, for Withings, obviously. Um, so go to withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash MLB to get 25% off a Body Plus body composition scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash MLB to get 25% off a Body Plus body composition scale. So the news broke on Saturday that... Uh, a longtime A's minor league coach and manager uh, for the well, Webster Garrison. Let's start with that. Webster Garrison, uh, he is a former manager for the Ports, and he's a longtime coach for the uh, A's in the minor league ranks. Uh, he is on a ventilator in Louisiana, and he is fighting for his life right now. He, uh, he does have COVID-19, and uh, so obviously we're sending thoughts and prayers his way. Um, I don't know what the other acceptable terms are. Uh, thoughts and prayers just seems the best one. Um, you know, we're we're keeping him in our thoughts for sure. Um, and I, at, when the news broke from the Chronicle um, on Saturday evening, a lot of minor leaguers, uh, current A's, former A's, they were all uh, very adamant that he keeps fighting, and and it just became clear that he's had a big impact on a lot of players' lives and careers. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know a ton about him, but anybody in, you know, the green and gold family, uh, you want to root for, obviously. And, uh, so hopefully, you know, he pulls through when he does okay. Um, and all that stuff. There was one part of the article on the Chronicle that, uh, did kind of break my heart a little bit because, uh, you know, as a married man, I get it and it stinks. Um, and it's something that his wife put on Facebook. And it, she said, quote, the love of my life is on a ventilator in the hospital fighting for his life, and I can't even be by his side. And uh, I know that there's, you know, a lot of people that are in this situation. Um, there are people that are, you know, uh, they are expecting new babies, and it's unclear whether or not, uh, you know, the father will be allowed in the hospital. Uh, not not even, not the hospital room, but the hospital. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that they've relaxed that and they're allowed in the room but they can't leave the room at all so they also have to pack for a few days because they just can't leave the hospital at all um so it's not a good time for everybody um so i just want to you know make sure that we're all taking care of each other um you know practicing social distancing if you do have to go outside um you know i know that you know, I was coming from San Francisco where I did not have a lot of space. Um, now I have a little tiny balcony. Uh, there's no chairs, but, you know, I can still step outside onto a balcony and still be considered in my house, which is nice. Um, so go outside and, you know, obviously get fresh air and, you know, communicate with people. But communicate with people, you know, on social media, on Twitter or on Facebook or on the phone even because um, that's the best way that we're going to, you know, get past this uh, whole pandemic and that we're going to, you know, have baseball again and have our social lives back. We can go back to work and pay bills, which is going to be fun. Um, so just make sure that we're all taking the precautions necessary for, you know, life to get back on track for everybody. Um, 
obviously there's a lot of cases in the unit the united states um there's been over 2,000 deaths due to coronavirus um so just uh you know keep washing your hands staying inside doing what you can to uh to uh you know flat flatten the curve that's been the big thing is just flatten the curve so that our hospitals don't get overwhelmed with uh patients that need beds and ventilators and you know uh masks and all all the things just make sure that we're you know doing what we can cuz uh this isn't like we have to go to war we have to stay inside and watch netflix all day there are worse things that could happen to us um so if you're healthy and you know it stay indoors also you don't want to go outside i've been to the store a couple of times in the past week or so it is depressing as fuck out there so uh yeah just stay inside where you know you can watch you know walking dead and it's like oh that's fiction it looks like that outside now too it's terrible um but yeah watch your apocalyptic movies and feel better that uh something bigger that we have to do to save the world it's literally stay indoors wash your hands practice social distancing end of list um so you know i I think we can do it usa usa and also italy and china and everywhere else uh let's go world Uh, (laughs) i'm having too much fun talking about coronavirus so that's not good so i guess i'll just start plugging the rest of the week um so this week I do want to talk about uh, players that we enjoyed watching in the green and gold and then uh, see if they were any good or not. Because we all have players like that. Like for me, I've mentioned it before, uh, Matt Stairs, I really enjoyed watching. And I talked about one of his half seasons uh, in a recent podcast. And I was like, oh, he was actually really good that year. But how good was he for the entirety of the time? And uh, how does that compare to you know his career numbers and all that stuff? Uh, he, he had some big moments in the postseason with the Phillies. So, uh, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, I got two suggestions already from uh, Lauren on Twitter, and that was Jamal Weeks and Coco Crisp. Um, I have a feeling Coco Crisp was actually decent, except for in the field, specifically his throwing arm. Uh, Jamal Weeks, I have not actually looked up yet, and I do remember him being the answer but then not being the answer anymore. So, um, yeah, uh, players like that. Uh, you know, not like Mark McGuire, because he's great. But uh, preferably, you know, like, hey, you remember this guy from the 90s? John Jaha. I'm writing him down, too. Uh, John Jaha. How good was he? I don't know. I loved his name. I was also, I don't know, 10. So... I don't actually know what years he was on the team, so I'm going to find that out too. So if you have any other suggestions for uh, A's players that you enjoyed watching uh, from whatever era, preferably Oakland. I will I will limit it to Oakland A's. Um, th- that's really the parameters. Just uh, go with that and people that weren't, you know, Hall of Fame worthy and whatnot. Um, and give me your suggestions on Twitter at LockedOnA's. Uh, you can also do it for me at ByJasonB. Uh, either way, we'll get them onto the podcast, and uh, yeah, so I'll start recording those ones uh, tomorrow evening, so you got roughly 24 hours to get those up. No, I'm posting this a little bit later, so uh, you got, I don't know, 20 hours to get those to me. So yeah, that's what's going to be on tap for the rest of the week, I believe, uh, unless, you know, other news happens or other uh, stuff occurs to me. Uh, I like having, you know, themed weeks right now. Uh, it keeps me on, on points and gives me something to 
you know, I sit down to do research and I'm like, oh, that's what I'm doing today and just look up things in that realm and uh, it, it's fun. And also, if you have any other theme suggestions, you can reach out to us again on Twitter at Locked on A's, me personally at by Jason B. Uh, you can also email those to us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it for today. Um, stay indoors, celebrate good times, Oakland. Social distance, wash your hands, wash your face, stay clean. And uh, yeah, be good to each other, you guys. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow.